everyone needs to live in integrity. And I'm calling because I call myself out. I wasn't for a long time and, and checked in with myself like, oh my gosh, one, I'm taking people's power away. And two, I'm not living in integrity. How can I change that if I made that choice? This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. I am your host, Joshua Church. Grateful to have you with us. New episodes are dropping every Wednesday and Sunday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can get the notification when a new episode comes out. And give me a follow on Instagram at Joshua Dean Church to catch different clips and highlights that I post. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, you find something that might be valuable, please be sure to share it with a friend who also might be into it so that together we can continue to grow our tribe of others. Today, I'm excited to bring you a fun conversation I had with Dr. Sophia Costa. Dr. Sophia is more than just a typical doctor of physical therapy. She integrates functional medicine, emotional healing, gut health, movement, and energy medicine. She's also the author of The End of Back Pain, The Secret to Gaining Relief and Staying Active. Dr. Costa continues to inspire by teaching educational workshops, speaking at various health and wellness events, podcast features, and soon-to-be-leading retreats. We had a great conversation around the gap in the conventional medical system, changing the tides of healing, and how to really heal yourself from within. Dr. Sophia and I go way back. I was honored to write the foreword for her book, which is amazing, and grateful to receive her help over the past number of years in many different forms and really helped me overcome the chronic back pain that I was struggling with. And her healing and her approach is out of this world, quite literally. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as we dig more into this with Dr. Sophia Costa. All right. Oh, Sophia, it's so good to see you. Virtually, albeit, but it's so good to see you. Same. <laughs> same. <laughs> Just same. <laughs> how are you feeling over there? How are you uh how are you been adjusting to uh to life over there in Texas? It's um, you know, it's been a process because the reason why I'm here, my older sister was in an accident in the end of July. So I've been just on this growing curve. I was going to say learning curve, but curve, but I feel it's beyond that. It's not even, it is learning, but I feel it's just like with purpose on a greater scale, on a grander scale than ever before. I feel like events in my life are happening at a fast pace, at a fast pace to catapult my expansion and show up in that space. It's been intense. It's been um, just quite an adventure being here in Texas, which is funny because I moved out when I was 23 mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm never going to be back here in Texas. <laughs> like, so when I was 23, I moved to Miami, right. To work as a trainer at Equinox over there, right. um, was there for several years in PT school in California. 
And, um, you know, never did I think I was going to be residing here in Texas, given the circumstances of what's going on in the world right now. But you know what, it's a call into the divine of just like, you know what, like, things outside of me are out of control. And what I can control are like, what I think and believe what I um, say and perceive and, um, you know, what I give and receive. And when I'm in an alignment with that, then it's like, okay, you know, I need to go here. I'm being led here. And I'm just allowing my heart to lead rather than my thoughts and fear to lead. Um, Where my fears took over and my beliefs held me down. And it's like, I'm done with that life because it attracts events that are, are just like, oh, this is tough. And it's tough to see the lesson in that moment. But when you choose, you know, to be led by my heart and led by spirit, it actually, everything feels flowy and effortless, more at ease and more connected. And so being here in Texas, it was a little bit of growing pains being back at home, you know, and, and being with family. And so it was just like, uh, triggering left and right of like, oh, this is bringing up childhood. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, shoot, I thought I was done with that. And it's like, (laughs) you're never done. And that's okay. And it's like, instead of just like, you know, oh, man, I'm getting flashbacks of when, you know, this happened when I was a kid. And that's, that's why I left to California or left Texas. And it's like, you know what, no more running away, Sophia, Mm. you're gonna stay. And you know what, you're gonna, instead of moving and traveling all over the place, like how I was doing before, you're gonna travel within. And when you travel within, you're going to ascend. That's your movement. That's your movement is within and ascending with that movement. And I choose that. And since I dedicated in that choice and committed to moving within, because I'm like, okay, memo, I'm not traveling anymore. And it's like, oh my God. So I had to sit in my discomfort because I was glitching that I couldn't travel and escape anything. I had to face everything. And um, I was like, okay, all right triggers and glitches and malfunctions of like all the things that I, I love try it. to away from, I'm going to choose to look at you, feel you, hear you, listen to you, learn from you. And then with that learning, I'm going to choose what I want it to be. And it's, I'm going to invite what I want more of, whether that's like, I want to, I don't want to look at work as work anymore. I want to see it as play. I want to see it as something light and easy. And if it doesn't feel like fun and easy, I'm not going to do it. Boom, new story. And I want more love. Love with what? What I see in the mirror. And then that allows me to add more love to my nephews, my family, and then serve with with a cup that's overflowing rather than 50% full. You know. And so I was just learning from these glitches and malfunctions being here in Texas. And it's like, I got placed here for a reason and I'm going to allow this reason to teach me and allow me to open gifts. I haven't opened up yet within and around me. And it's really just been a catalyst for me and um, beyond grateful now, like really beyond grateful. And now I'm just like, wow, like my family love and support me. I had these perceptions that they didn't for a long time. And now I'm in a place like, wow, perceiving things differently. And I'm just like, gosh, there's love around me everywhere. Mm. And I was searching outside of myself. And now that I'm just in one place surrounded by people who 
100% believe in you, it's time for me to love me and believe in me 100%. And that's where I've been here in Texas the past, what, since August, and we're here in January. And those short months, that's where I'm at right now. And it's like, wow, I received so many gifts, I've opened them up, and now I'm showing up with these gifts activated and ascending and still continuing to, you know, rise like the Phoenix. <laughs> rise like the Phoenix. I love it. Um, I love you. I love that. I, I love so much. And this is so much what this podcast is about, too, that like the simple like that's such a deep and thorough and thoughtful and amazing, inspiring response to the simple question of like, how you been adjusting back back home? Most people just will stop or shut down after like, it's been an adjustment. It's been a bit challenging or whatnot. But like, that was just a journey that I think there's a lot of amazing takeaways from that we can pick apart for hours alone based on that one question and one response. But, I, you know, I, I feel like so many other people are being confronted with or faced with the same things with the ability with the inability to go travel or go do different things and a you know almost like a forced focus on doing the deep inner work but it's it seems like and i'd love to get your perspective on this but what you're doing is you're taking this in stride and this is kind of like the best case scenario from everything that's going on i'm seeing how you know, especially with with your your person, your your business, which relies on a lot of in person stuff previously as well, having shifting even further online to serve people and to heal people. Like, what an amazing rising from the ashes story and adaptation it's been, and it's it is so powerful. It reminded me of one of my uh, a crazy quote that I love. It's from Ram Das. He says, "If you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family." And it's just like so good because it's so true. It's just the buttons get pushed left and right. The triggers get pushed right and right and left. And um, we can either just choose to shut down or run from it or harden, or we can open up and see, hey, where's the where's the healing for me here? So there's been a lot of healing for you, it sounds like, in this past chapter. Oh, gosh, it's a, it's continuous, you know. But you know what's interesting is we can heal all we want, but if we're not integrating and embodying the healing then it's going to feel like it's never ending. And it's like mm. healing. Yes. Let's heal from these childhood or triggers from, you know, I love that quote that you just shared. It's true because they are our greatest teachers. We chose them as parents for a reason. And it's time to come full circle from when you were born, come full circle of the people who created you, you know, right. like, coming full circle and coming from a space of just pure love and and acceptance and so yeah definitely healing but i feel now it's more integration and embodying mm. um, tell me more about that what is what, what does that mean to you what is the where, where do you talk about healing and integration like what is the differences between the two how are you healing and then integrating i think those are powerful concepts yes that's a great question for me healing means actually like Whew, eyes are getting watery. Um, healing for me means facing your shadows, like mm. facing beliefs that and your perceptions, like really pausing and looking at your life, looking how you view yourself and how you view others and where you're at right now. It's like an bird's eye view of yourself. And then you start there. And then you're like, I'm not liking this bird's eye view. I'm not happy. Like, I just like, 
I feel stuck or I feel abandoned and neglected and not fully accepted in my truth. And it's like, well, is that my story or is it someone else's? And then you discover these programs and beliefs that you chose to believe in. And then, of course, based on experiences you live through as a child to present moment. And so healing for me is choosing. It's a choice mm. to really like explore who you are and dive in and choosing a story that's enlightening, a choosing a story that allows you to feel whole and complete and choosing a story to connect to who you are like deeply, no superficial stuff, no more bypassing, no more shaming, blaming, pointing the finger at other people and external circumstances that it's their fault that you are where you're at feeling the way that you're at right now because it's not anyone else's responsibility. It's your own responsibility. And that is healing is when you choose you, when you choose to a different story, that's healing is a choice. And, and then from that healing, when you start to face these shadows, we all do light doesn't exist without darkness. You know, the sun doesn't exist without the moon and vice versa. We coexist with each other and these shadows you know, our, our gifts, anger, there's gift in anger, there's gift in um, grief and heartache, there are gifts in that when you feel it. And when you start to peel these layers off that are not your truth, the integration is in, in bot, like the integration is choosing the truth you want to live in. The integration is, is living in integrity and speaking your truth. The integration is, is doing in the being and you choose who do you want to be. And, and then you embody that daily. And if it's not in, in sync with the integration that you choose to integrate, being in sovereignty, being discerning, um, honoring who you are, your truth and your voice, honoring your heart, then you get to embody that with daily decisions, daily thoughts and connections that you choose to make. If someone is low vibing, I'll be like, you know, I'm not going to hold space for that. I'd be like, you know what? Like I'm, I'm good. Or you'll feel it. You know, I'm, I'm very choosy on who I invite into my, my circle of trust. Deliberate. Like, Oh yeah. Like very discerning. And so I feel that's the embodiment. And then that's where the, ascending happens when you mm. heal and body and, and ascend in that and rise in that and lead by example and show up like, Oh my gosh, look at, look at her. Like she's really like all together. And then just, you know, that's how it is. But if you just focus on healing and miss out on integration and embodiment, I've witnessed it in my clients. You're just in this, you get lost, you yeah. get lost in you can lose yourself in that. Um, what yeah, that's, know. that's fascinating. Yeah. What I'm curious, cause you've worked with hundreds of thousands of clients and helps facilitate people along their healing journey in, in many, many different ways. 
right? I know that it, you know, the role that you played in my healing journey was was absolutely paramount in when I was having chronic back pain that you helped just pick it apart and show me that the back pain wasn't really the sort the back wasn't the source of the pain there was all these deeper layers to it there was the emotional components that i wasn't addressing there was it was healing that relationship with myself and then all of a sudden it's like magic voodoo the back pain just goes away insane i want to hear more about that and your approach there but what do you think people get most caught up with throughout their healing process whether it's you know i know you're doctor physical therapy so you work a lot with physical with 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 illnesses or with um with injuries that are presenting themselves in a physical way, what what do you feel like people get stuck on most throughout the healing process? That they can't get out of pain. It's beliefs that get them stuck. Um, the belief, got the it. Belief because when they see a doctor and then they hear from different healthcare professionals and medical professionals, they see an MRI image, they get stuck on that image they get stuck on the words that the medical doctor told them to not go skiing, to not do what they enjoy. You shouldn't move your body. Um, oh, you're going to be stuck like this for the rest of your life. So you might need to start just icing it whenever you feel it or um, take an anti-inflammatory. It's the stories they hear and then they end up believing that they are stuck in that way. And so when I when I come in, here I am, you know, like, no, that's not true. It takes them a while to process that because they've already been exposed to people who told them otherwise. So here I am telling them the truth and it takes a while for them to believe it. You know, like it's a process because this belief was planted in them. And now it's like a reprogramming and unlearning process. And then mm. choosing a belief that would allow them to be like, wait, I can get back on the horse. I can play a sport and go skiing or whatever it is like, okay. And it's just like in that immediate, just really creating that environment for them to believe that their body is always healing. And two, you can choose to go back what you enjoy doing. You can choose to have a partnership with your body and connect to it to allow you to not have this back pain anymore. And it's a, it's a nice process. It's nice. Like I'm holding your hand and I'd be like, you know what? Like you don't have to believe that you can believe this instead. You know, what's your heaven? What does that look like and feel like? You know, why do you want to feel better? Why is that important to you? And really diving into questions that allow them to introspect and be like, wow. And 99% of the time, they're like, no one has ever asked me that. Mm. And it's asking questions that allow them to be seen, heard, loved, and supported physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, not just physically. It's all the things. And when that happens, then they start to gradually open up. Then they have a trust fall with, you know, like, okay, like I can trust her. Like, you know, and then it's like, I give you the steps for you to be an active participant in you feeling better. I'm not doing it for you. Uh-uh. I'm not going to take your power away and you taking care of yourself. I'm going to guide you side by side and, and allow you to make decisions and you be an active participant and doing what you need to do for you to feel better and be and feel free of pain. But I feel beliefs are the thing that hold them back for a long time. And then they just give up and lose hope on themselves until they cross paths with the other person like me. 
you know, and that changes their track. I, I shake cages and then I open the door and be like, Hey, when you're ready, you can fly. Like that's, I would say like, that's how I roll. <laughs> I love it. I'll never forget when you, sh- you shook my cage so greatly that first time. I don't know if you remember probably four years ago at this point, only four years ago. It feels like lifetimes ago, but yeah, you shook my cage so hard as I walked in there and you just picked apart my entire life in, in one after another. Okay. Your hips are, you're leaning too much to this side. Your hips is causing pain here. Is there pain in your right foot? Yeah. Oh my God. You had an injury here. You sprained your ankle when you were 10 years old. Yeah, that's exactly right. Just picked apart and rattled and rattled and rattled. But I do remember that. That was the first time that I, you know, the belief was challenged for me that, wow, maybe, maybe I can be, maybe I can run a marathon. Maybe I can run a full Ironman. Like I thought that the injuries that I had were limiting me. And it was just this idea like, oh yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to be sore every time I run or I'm never going to achieve this certain thing. And then it was like, it was just that that belief of like, oh yeah, like you're young, like you'll be able to make full, full recovery from this and not have any long-term effects. I was like, well, really? And that, that, that shook me so much. But what I love what you're talking about here is it's a powerful shift of, empowering people to take responsibility for their own healing and health. And I think that's what's so different about your approach and the rest of the traditional medical system, if you will. It's like, hey, you know, they have the power and they're prescribing things for you. They're telling you what you can or cannot do. They're telling you what's possible or what's impossible. And that's a massive shift. Do you see that shift happening in the rest of like, do you see that shift happening for other medical practitioners, for other people in general? Is this a wave that's shifting? Honestly, what I want to say, it's yeah. a dream. It's a dream and a hope that that happens. Yeah. Is it yeah. a very slow? Like I see a snail is what I'm seeing or like a turtle slow mm-hmm. moving. Yeah. And that's why I feel I need to, to speak up. You featuring me today is honoring that and planting the seed of what's possible. And maybe another healthcare professional would be like, Oh wait, like you're right. We've been taking people's power away and healing themselves and, and empowering themselves. So yeah, I mean, like it, it allows me to show up and speak up to create a movement. I'm part of this movement. And so I need to lead by example and continue to share like, Hey, this is possible. And you can be part of this if you want. Because to be honest with you, in physical therapy school, we're programmed to serve. We're not programmed to take care of ourselves. We're not. We're programmed that it's all about where the pain is, you know, follow the, by the book, be in a box, follow the prescription of what the doctor's telling you to treat and stay in that. It's a system that's broken. And I was like, well, the only way to change that system is to leave the system. And, um, you know, and really just like, you know, I've told you, I'm, I'm more than a typical physical therapist. So <laughs> right. don't, put me in a box. don't put me in a box, number one, because I live my life without one. Right. And number two, this is, you know, just really like sharing and showing what's possible of like, your body tells a story. This is what your body is saying to me. And that's why I was able to pick apart and see everything. You know, it's a superpower that I have and I'm owning it and I'm claiming that. But the thing is, it's just like, it's really showing up and, and planting seeds for people. And I feel like educating and just like in my book, I share that, you know, like mm-hmm. how you can how you can look at your body and know what it's saying and learn the language of the body. 
Um, but I feel it is a, a very gradual movement. But the thing is, too, the other thing I see healthcare professionals, and the reason why I'm able to say this, because I was there, too, I was there, too, is that they're telling people what to do, and they're not doing it themselves. There's mm -hmm. a disconnect, and the healthcare professionals in the healing space or any space are not living in integrity. And that's why recently I, I created a post. It's not my credentials that support you. It's me doing the inner work too. It's me like navigating life alongside with you and sharing stories that are relatable with you to show you that anything is possible for you. If I can do it, you can too. It's me choosing to connect with my heart, mind, body, and spirit. It's me doing X, Y, Z. That's what supports you with you choosing you to heal you. It's not my credentials. And it's the person, the essence of my presence that helps create an environment that allows one to feel like, wow, I can do this. Wow, I can go run and do a marathon and triathlon and, and ski and do Wim Hof, Iceland, Mission, whatever you did a couple of years ago. But, you know, I feel like the person who is a, has a doctor, is a healthcare professional or in the healing space need to really own who they are, find their voice and really own it. If you're telling someone to do something, are you living in that integrity too? That's what I would want to share with everyone. You know, like, are you a medical physician smoking cigarettes and you're telling someone else to change their lifestyle habits? Come on, bro. Like really, you know, like yeah. change. <laughs> My example, everyone needs to live in integrity. And I'm calling because I call myself out. I wasn't totally. for a long time and, and checked in with myself like, oh my gosh, one, I'm taking people's power away. And two, I'm not living in integrity. How can I change that? And I made that choice. I made that choice. What did you notice once you made that choice? How did you notice your level of care or results that you were seeing? How did you notice that shift once you made that choice? Uh, oh my gosh, like, because I made that choice, I was choosing to go on a self healing journey for myself. Mm -hmm. I started noticing clients experiencing results on a faster level. And now it's within seconds, as soon as we connect on the phone, or I see the person, it starts the shift starts because my energy is, is, is different. I it's like I've got recalibrated when I chose to do the mm -hmm. inner work and go on a healing journey and integrate and embody it's like my essence my it just really brings a shift in someone whoever i cross paths with now it's within seconds now and then right. it gives permission to rise up right like if they're low vibing it gives them permission to shift also it's like oh i want to feel that i want to experience that i got to shift something within me you know what i mean so the results were fast Faster, 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 faster every time. Mm. It's just where, where were you? Where were you in life when you made that shift? And what led you to actually make that shift to be like, you know what? I've got to own this stuff and I want to do this differently. I feel it was a gradual process, but I feel it was like more so 100% when um, 2019 to yeah, 2019. January, February 2019. And that's really? when I just enrolled in the medicine. Yeah, just recent. So I enrolled in the functional medicine program. I separated myself from an unhealthy relationship and chose me 100%. So I don't say like I separated myself. It's more like mm -hmm. I chose me 100% um, to create a healthy relationship within myself. 
Um, and that's when it started happening. I was just like, wow, like here I am in a really toxic relationship, not choosing me hundred percent, losing myself in a relationship. And here I am showing up and, and telling clients that they need to show up. No, I wasn't showing up for me. I mm. lost myself for over a year after, you know, like July, 2017, my cousin died and my world flipped and I was grieving and so like in a vulnerable state. And I was just not in a great space to hold space. And there I was, I was still, but I, my cup was half full and, um, you know, it was, it was challenging year. And that's when you and I crossed paths and you were such a huge influence in my life. Um, so I'm beyond grateful for you because you saw me at my worst. I mean, this, of course, this is going to bring tears to my eyes, but gosh, you were such a huge rock in my life. And because of you, I was able to choose me also. You were an influence in that, you know, like you told me, like, if you keep doing, going down this track, I'm like concerned about you, you know, like, where's your light? It's not shining. Um, so just like having you in my life during that time allowed me to be like, I got to delete the things that are not allowing me to shine. Number one. And number two, I got to choose me. That's it. It's that simple. And mm. now that was 2019 for sure. When I chose that. Wow. Well, I'm super grateful to hear that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's cool when you're on a healing journey, like I was on a healing journey of my own as well. It's like we heal each other through our healing process and it's all co-creation and it's very, very cool to, to, to see that. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's very, very cool. It's a powerful healing journey, isn't it? <laughs> very powerful. And I, uh, you know, it's like you heal you, you heal generations before and after you, and you get to heal, you know, so many things. We're all connected. We come from one and it's all energy, right? So if I'm feeling good, the person next to me is going to start feeling good. You know, like they're like, Ooh, this chick, she feels good. Wow, <laughs> I feel just sitting next to her, you know, like <laughs> totally, totally. It's real. It's that's yeah. It's it's physics, right? It's not it's not some woo woo science. This is physics. Um, can you share a bit about the about how emotions move through our body and how emotions can get stuck in our body? How emotions can lead towards experiencing physical pain, in different parts of our body? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. Yes. Yeah. So. Motion, right? So E stands for energy, energy in motion. And your body, specific areas of your body hold specific types of emotions. So liver holds anger, frustration, irritability, lungs hold grief. Um, the kidneys hold fear of moving forward with something. Um, you know, stomach is, you know, having trouble digesting the events of your life. You know, if you have gut issues, um, shoulders, burden, can burn elbow, difficulty making decisions. So this is Chinese medicine, like that's been around for over 5,000 years. And even shamanic medicine, shamans knew they could see you, which by the way, I've been told I'm like, shaman shamanistic i don't know what to do you know like um so back in the day the shamans and 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 traditional medicine chinese medicine they can see the person and see where their blocks are and because emotions are energetic like little blocks and they can manifest in your body so like if i'm feeling angry, you know, or scared of something it's going to manifest in the most vulnerable area of your body 
that's where it goes. So if I'm feeling angry, pent up anger, jaw, jaw tightness, um, also liver refers pain to the hip and the low back, um, kidneys refer pain to the back. Let's see any gut issues refer pain to the back. So if you have poor gut health, that equals poor spine support. So it's all connected and related, but the way emotions, these low vibration emotions, it's frequency. So anger is at a lower frequency than love. So if you're vibing an anger that happened, you know, you can inherit emotions also. Um, it can be passed down generations. So here you are feeling pissed off, but you don't even know that it's yours. It can manifest, just show up physically in your body. Um, so that's why we're beyond structural. We are. And when you feel pain, consider how you were feeling that day, as well as checking in if you were hydrated or anything like that, but really check into how you're feeling first and be like, wait, when, when have I felt like this before? And then travel through time. Because if you experience something in childhood and you're still pissed off at something that happened when you were seven, it stays with you until you, you, you see it and you shift it and you choose to, uh, you know, have forgiveness, you know, what's the opposite of anger, acceptance, you know, compassion, things like that. I mean, it's a whole, I can go deep, but it's in a chapter book, you know, like, but to simplify it, your body does hold emotions that get trapped in there and it can be inherited passed down generations. Um, but just know that does exist and know that there are ways to move through it with breath, with, um, journaling introspection work with um, even hypnosis, if you want to dive into that. I mean, there's so many things that you can do to help move through that, but it's a choice. But first you need to be aware it does exist. Like, yes, you can hold emotional weight in your body um, and your body would send you a signal. Low back pain is related with not feeling supported, especially with finances, you know? So there's yeah. just so many. I hope I answered your question with clarity. You, you did. You, I mean, you, I could go off on that all day. I, I, I like it. And I want to probe a bit deeper there because I think it's a really fascinating subject because, you know, it was a shift for me to think about emotions as these, you know, as these physical things that manifest in our body in different ways. And we know it. Like when you feel angry, like you, your body takes the shape of it and takes the form. When you feel like joy and and excitement like you feel that in your body too so i think it's i think it's really fascinating to, to bring more of that awareness to our emotions um so i guess a question for you is what let's see how do i want to phrase this question what are some of the tools that you use and that you recommend to people using as well to help with that awareness or processing through those emotions yes so we'll use back pain. If you have back pain, use it as a signal. It's feedback, right? Pain is a barometer of what's going on inside. That's mind and heart and gut, right? To be honest with you, we have three brains. You have your brain, you have your gut, which is considered your second brain, but you have your heart, which has a hundred times greater in strength and electromagnetic field than the brain. So the heart and the mind, the brain and the gut are connected by the vagus nerve, which is no, I call it the emotional nerve. Okay. So three brains connected, you have pain in your back. You got to check in on all three, your mind, 
your beliefs, your thoughts, and the words that are choosing you're choosing to say. You got to write down the things that you're most afraid of, your fears, and all of these things on paper. So I would start with that. You feel pain, get a grab of pen and paper, pain, pen and paper. If there's something about writing things out. So it's like, let's go to the brain first. Like, wait, what are my beliefs? What am I most afraid of? And write it all out. Do you feel worthy or do you feel loved? All the things, write it all out on a sheet of paper. And then you're going to connect to your heart. What am I feeling right now in this moment? Do I feel supported? Okay. Do I feel seen and heard right now? Do I feel loved today? And if it's no, then you need to check in. How can you allow yourself to feel seen, heard, loved, and supported right then in that moment and write it out, right? So like really connect to your heart and ask your heart, what do we need healing from today? And listen, because your heart knows. And then the third thing, the third brain is like, what events in my life am I having trouble digesting? And really write it all out. Just think about it. So I would, if anytime you feel pain, especially anywhere, but I'm talking about back because my back is called, my book is called The End of Back Pain. I would connect to the three brains. Thoughts, beliefs, write them all out. Connect to your heart. And then what are some things that you're having trouble digesting? And just write it all out and free write. It could be stuff from the past that's coming up in the present. And then... I want you to look at that paper and just be like, I want to change this track. These are beliefs that are holding me back. What's your new belief you choose to believe in? Oh my gosh, I'm so worthy of life and all the good things. Nothing's holding me back. I'm limitless. I get to choose a new story. You know, my body can heal. You know, I love my body. I love what I see in the mirror. And if it's like, well, I'm having trouble digesting events in my life. It's like, well, why am I giving my power away to this external event? How can I feel more at ease? You can breathe. What can bring more peace? Go for a walk. Take action in allowing you to feel more peaceful and more calm in that moment. But pen on paper, I love doing that. Just like asking questions on pen and paper and allowing things to flow through and feel your feelings. Sometimes I'll cry and write at the same time. I'll ask a question, why am I feeling this way? What's going on today? It's like, <gasps> like oh my gosh, like, Back in the day when this happened, I felt the same way too. But I, I, to keep it simple, the three brains connect to it anytime you feel pain. And then yeah. do something that allow you to feel more calm. Is it a movement sequence, taking a, a walk, like, you know, like meditating, being in stillness, listening to music and dancing, moving your body, whatever it is, but tune into the three brains and then take an action that will allow you to shift the 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 pain or the the glitch that you're feeling of malfunction um and tune in because pain is a barometer of what's going on what's going on inside mind heart gut connection so good so good the I, I the way i think of it is it's like the check engine light turns on in the car it's like pain most of us have a bad association with it or it's like oh i don't want i don't want pain but pain is super helpful without pain like we all would probably be in big trouble right pain is super helpful for us to be able to bring a deeper awareness to what's actually going on and bring our attention towards a specific part of our body or part of our life and to be able to check in and i like the three that really simplifies it and i like how you ask those things it's like asking asking those things, what's going on here? What do I need? That level of awareness that that builds has got to be tremendous. And it's better than Google. 
WebMD? Yes, you're more powerful than Google. Google doesn't have the wisdom that you have. We all have the wisdom and medicine within us. It's just connecting to it, but we were programmed not to. But now today, you are being allowed to tune in to the three brains. Um, gosh, there was something else I was going to add to what you were saying. Um, oh, man. That's good, though. I like the, the you are more powerful than Google. It's the truth, though, right? It's yes. it's that introspective muscle that is is so essential, in my opinion, to for us to be harnessing and building and regardless of whatever it is you're doing, just as a human being in general, to be able to like take a pause and kind of take a step up instead of examining every tree. It's like take a helicopter up to be able to like get the picture and ask yourself these bigger questions and build that build that muscle of self-reflection, build that muscle of journaling. I know when I first started journaling and self-reflection and spending alone time, it was like super awkward, it was weird. And then I noticed there would be like this little, this little quiet whisper, a voice of insight, of intuition that would come through and it'd be like, oh, cool, like that, there's some wisdom there that I didn't even realize was there that I'm asking for. And I think the more that we do that, the more we strengthen our ability, we turn the volume up, the more we strengthen our ability to listen, to receive those things. Exactly. And it, and it gets easier. It's going to feel awkward because your nervous system is not used to feeling seen, heard and loved and supported by you. It's been neglected for so long. And so when it gets connected to you're going to feel awkward and it's going to feel weird. You're going to start judging yourself and then thinking, am I doing this right? There's no right or wrong way. Just grab a pen and paper and connect to the three brains and start there. You know what I mean? And the whole process, it's really redefining. And I feel like that's the majority of the work that I do with my clients. It's redefining what pain means because we're programmed to believe that our body is broken. What if your body isn't broken? What if you don't need fixing? What if you just need to be connected? What if you just need to be acknowledging some things you've been avoiding? What if? And shifting the perception of what pain means. And if you think like, oh, well, you know, it's because of this. Well, redefine that, you know? It's all redefining so many things, but your meaning of pain is different than mine, right? So it's looking into like, well, what does this mean to me? And then redefine what it means. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds like the prescription they should be handing out in doctor's offices. Redefine. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a pen and paper. I'm not going to prescribe you the meds you want. Here's a pen and paper. That's right. Yes, yes. Oh, and meds, that's a whole different story. Let's know? get into it. Talk to me. Talk to me about the meds. Talk to me about medicine, because um, obviously there's a lot of value. I mean, shout out to medicine, modern medicine in general. But there's there's applications of it. I'm curious to get your perspective on the the good and the bad of the the the, the health and in, healthcare industry that is right now. And, and the, the meds, as they play a role into that. Yeah. So just to give a little background, both my parents are now retired medical physicians. So to have the listener give a background, like I'm not hating on conventional medicine. I'm just right. giving you an option that allows you to heal yourself. That doesn't have side effects that are harmful for you. The side effects you'll receive when you choose to connect to your three brains is feeling accepted and loved, seen and heard. That's the side effect and the healing and all these things. Right? So my parents are retired medical physicians. So I witnessed firsthand the gap within the conventional medicine system. And at the age of 16, I chose to go to, I knew I wanted to go to physical therapy school and help people 
in a way that was different than the way I was being treated. I had injury. I had surgery. I had a lot of health issues. I had back pain for 15 plus years and, um, not anymore. I'm super happy. I haven't had any pain whatsoever. Um, but the thing is, is that when I would feel pain, I would take an, a pill. It was my first go-to. And then it's just like, cool, I would feel a little bit better, but then it would only last for a little bit. But mind you, I, it was a program, your program, your, and, and commercials program you to do this. You feel a certain way, take this pill. And um, it was when I chose to go non-traditional and take a different path and realize, wait, you can use stuff made from mother nature to heal your body, hold up. You can integrate plants that have medicinal properties to help you feel better. Wait, you can choose thoughts and words to help you feel better. Wait, hold up. And so that's when I started like exploring the alternative way that wasn't so toxic and harmful to my body anymore. So, and the cool thing is, is that mother earth was designed to heal us. Okay. And we are designed to heal mother earth. Check this out. This, I love sharing this little fact. Our heart and brain share the same frequency as the earth. It's called Schumann's resonance. It's 7.83 Hertz. We and, share and this we can measure, we measure this from yes. actual instruments, right? Yes. Yes. It's been measured. And so we are connected to her. So wouldn't you want to integrate plants designed by earth to use that in your body to help your body feel better with what it's needing. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. like a whole deal of plant medicine, but it makes sense to me. Yes. I would rather integrate things designed by mother nature and put it in my body rather than something that's filled with chemicals that yes, it does help our body. I, we, I learned pharmacology and physical therapy school. We had to learn all the pathways, but you know what it ends up doing long-term that you don't learn in PT school? It blocks cell-to-cell -cell communication. I learned this in the functional medicine program. We were shown the pathways of what happens when you take chemicals in your body. It blocks cells from communicating with each other. Okay? Interesting. And once I gained that insight, I was like, oh yeah, no done with that story no and seriously because i already felt like i was already i'd stopped taking pills gosh years ago but to actually see and know new research coming out of what's really happening in your body when you take a an anti-inflammatory or pain med or a prescription pill no i don't want to sign up for that i want mm. stuff where i share my same frequency with the earth i want that you know totally. and once you no, if the doctor gives it to you, you can be like, no, thanks. I'm going to go make an herbal tea or talk to someone that, you know, integrates right. plant medicine themselves too. You know, I do. I love plant medicine. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a little known fact. Like That's very cool. And what I think most people like, I just learned that fact today. So that's great. Thanks for sharing that fact with me. Once you can see the efficacy of some of these natural solutions, and how they subtly influence and help your healing without the negative side effects. Like once you see the efficacy and feel it, like there's no going back, you know, <laughs> like it makes such a big difference. I'm, I'm curious to hear from your perspective, what are some of the, like, it seems like there's an information gap though, right? Because doctors just present the option of 
it's not really an option. It's here's the prescription to these pills. And I know there's a whole probably backstory around that and how big pharma and the how the the industry and how money is made through that process as well. But, I, you know, I, I almost wish that there could be different options where the doctor could come and be like, hey, you can take this anti-inflammatory here or you could also take like this curcumin here or this other anti-inflammatory that's naturally occurring and see how your body feels. Maybe start with the naturally occurring option, and then we can escalate to a more chemical or, or prescription that's if it's necessary at that point. But um, I feel like there's kind of an information gap there, right? There is, but guess what? There are, that's a shift. That's a movement that's happening. More of them are integrating more of a, a Great. Um, herbal medicinal approach. And it's interesting because, you know, I went against the current with my parents being MDs and here I am going all the yep. other side of the world. You know, we had some tension for a while. I'm sure. Know? It was just like, there was some, a little bit of conflict between us, you know, but you know what? They are all about it, all about it, all about plant medicine, all about connecting to earth. My dad, you know, like loves planting herbs and all of these things. He's all about it. And he's like, he, he, he doesn't take pills himself. I remember one time he's like, my back hurt. And I told myself, like he said a little like intention statement and his back pain went away. He didn't go to the pill. You know what I mean? Amazing. Like he's his behavioral patterns because I was leading by example and you saw me like hey it works for her I want to try that and so for him to be in a medical world for over 30 years you know to change his lifestyle and behavioral patterns and see it work of course he takes CBD with me you know like he's all about it and my mom too, you know like it, yeah it's just so to see them choose to change and integrate things that they weren't allowed to integrate being in the system of conventional medicine, you know, right. like, so that's the thing is like, there were following protocols and at back, you know, it wasn't much of a choice. And now with the right. latest research of plant medicine, it's starting to be integrated more, but to be honest, it's so cool to like, you know, be a leader of the change within your family dynamic with two doctors, you know, and then them sharing it with their doctor friends, like, oh, you know, Sophia has me do this and blah, blah, blah. but leading by I example, that's, that's what stuck out to me there. And that's the way to create the change as well. And I've seen that in my life. It's like, lead by example, you embody that yeah. into your journey, you embody that you lead by example, then you're going to start raising questions. I always say, like, if you want somebody to change, embody that lead by example and make them ask you questions. I, I did that when I got really into tapping into my body and, and getting into yoga, getting into healthier lifestyle and diet, like, and just transform my entire body and my whole life through that process as well. Like people were asking questions like, Whoa, what are you doing? Like you look great. You feel like you feel great. You seem like you're, you seem like you're happier and thriving. What are you doing? And that is, I think, is there anything else you can expand on around that leading by example to create those shifts within your family? To be honest with you, what I'm hearing when I'm listening to you is don't give up in the process and remember your why. Why you're choosing right. to live your lifestyle because your why is going to allow you to be resilient because you're going to get some people who are going to doubt it, say things, you know, whatever. And, you know, like, yes, there was resistance and I went against so many things that I was raised in. Right. And I was like, no, like I'm done with that story. And I want to change that and be the change and just come, come with, with compassion 
and 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 accept the person where they're at too. Don't force the change. That I've learned. Don't force them to change if they're not ready. You just simply take care of you, focus on you. And if the person's ready, they'll start making the decisions themselves, but don't make the decision for them. Just be like, this is what I'm doing. Do you want info? No, I'm good. But don't force a change on somebody else because you feel good. You know, that's their journey. Allow them to process at their pace. It's not fast or slow. Honor where they're at and you keep doing you. You know what I mean? You keep doing and choosing the things that feel good to you. And then people will see and start following and making changes slightly, but don't ever force the change on them. And that I, it was a hard lesson a long time ago. I learned it's like love them and accept them and honor where they're at. It's their journey. Don't make the decision for them. Don't buy the healing books for them. Don't buy all these things. They need to take the first step themselves. Don't make appointments for them. You know, like I see that happen. Oh, I, you know, the, the wife or whomever, I want my husband to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Like it needs to be his decision. I wow. love that you want to read, but it needs to be coming from him because you know what happens? They show up and they're bitter that their wife or significant other had them come in. And then they're just like, not as committed because the decision didn't come from them. So you stay focused on your lane, honor and respect where people are at. And just be aware that their pace is their pace. You keep going. And that I feel people need to hear and realize, like, just keep going your track. You're going to meet people who are alongside with you, but just, just keep going, keep going, keep going. And remember your why, why you're choosing this path, because your why allows you to be resilient and you won't be, you know, veered off or be distracted or taken off the road. So that would be my little feedback there. Beautiful. That's so well said. Because when you really when you when you have that why close to you, and you really are embodying this for yourself and your development, it doesn't matter what other people do, right? It's like it becomes secondary irrelevant. And I always like to think that our, you know, our decision, people, we, we heal or we make changes from that decision, we like we come to a decision about something that we want to change. And that's when we do it. So through embodying that and living it yourself, you can help influence other people to come to that decision to that they want to heal also, but their life is doing that anyway to them. And unfortunately, sometimes it has to take hitting rock bottom. I'm sure you've worked with a lot of people that, you know, have to hit that rock bottom before they finally like they have no other choice besides to raise their hand and make that decision. Uh, but it's it's empowering to know that we can play a role in that and influence that through embodying that for ourselves. We can help people make that decision before they have to hit a rock bottom. Yeah. And, um, to like expand on that, to be honest, is like, you gotta, it's hard to witness someone hit rock bottom. You've witnessed me during my walk rock bottom, but you allowed me to feel what I need to feel and just be like, Hey, I'm here when you need me. And also what I loved about you too, Josh is like, you didn't give me feedback unless I asked like that. I learned too. I was like, don't give feedback or unsolicited uns unsolicited <laughs> <laughs> that one. English is not my first language. Yeah. <laughs> it's your third language, right? What do we have? The, the human body first and then Spanish. Yep. yep. And then English. And English. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, I learned that. It's like, if they're not asking for your support or advice, don't give it to them. You either ask if you're, if you're like, do you need me to hold space in this combo? Do you need, do you need feedback? You know, whatever, ask for permission. But that I learned too, because I always, 
you know, I started to listen to prove a point and give advice rather than listening to understand. And we, mm. and it's just like, a, there's a, this, like a disharmony when that happens. I had to, I felt like I had to fix everybody, you know, back in the day, like, oh, here's someone with a problem. Here's a solution. But they didn't ask for it. They just needed me to listen. That's yeah. All they to be heard. And it's a hard lesson to learn, but once you learn it, oh my gosh, it just frees up so much space and you sit back and you don't have to absorb their stuff. You just sit back and just listen. And then it's like, well, I have a couple of things in mind. Are you open to receiving that? Ask them if they're open to receiving it. And then they'll take a deep breath and be like, yeah, I am okay, well, this is what came through for you, or this is what I would recommend. And you, you choose to do this or not, but either way, I still love you, you know? Cause in the end of the day, remember, we're not broken. We right. don't need fixing, right. you know, navigating and exploring who they are and what their truth is. So. So good. Well, Sophia, I can't believe it. It's been an hour is buzzed by already. <laughs> so crazy. So cool. Um, <laughs> Yeah, thank you for um, for coming on here and sharing. Um, is there anything else? I know the book has just come out, which is really exciting. Love the book. Really great forward written in that book um, as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I got a chance Josh to write the forward. It. What'd you say? I said, Josh wrote it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks for that honor. Um, but is there anything that you feel like sharing as we close up here? The first word that came to mind is connect. And it can go two different ways. Connect, starting with yourself. And then asking for support is not a sign of weakness. You can connect with me too. You know, like just simply connect with you first. I love that my clients who come to me are like, I've tried everything else, you know, and nothing is, you know, I'm feeling a little stuck. That's when I'll help you rattle your cage and then like you can go and fly when you're ready to fly. But <laughs> I say connection, you know, like really yeah. honor that, what that looks like, what it define what it means to you, what it looks like, feels like, and honor that because now more than ever, we need that connection. It looks different, but guess what? Right now, Josh and I are connecting and I'm connecting with you who's ever listening to this. We are connecting in some way. So I say connect was the first word that came up when you asked me what are some last words connect connect beautiful very fitting on theme with the, the the theme of the podcast find the others really it's connect with the others it's that it's fine with the others who are connecting and are, are open to connecting connecting to themselves and connecting to the other people along the journey because it's been such a it's such a pivotal thing and, and such an amazing thing like our story here of how we were going through our own healing journeys together and helping each other through that in different ways. Um, that's what it's about at the end of the day. So I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. This is a pleasure. And uh, I'll definitely look forward to having you on again sometime in the future and, uh, and to pointing everybody and anybody your direction who needs some healing and some love and some support. Awesome. Thank you so much, Josh. I love you too. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon.